0: It's October 30th, 2023, and these are your headlines. It's cold weather across Texas this week, certainly right here. It's supposed to maybe warm up, but I can tell you that the news is certainly heating up, especially when it comes to the problem, the invasion that we're seeing on our southern border right here in Texas. And now the latest development, an update from a story from last week, a federal judge has issued a temporary restraining order against the Biden administration for cutting concertina wire placed by Texas to curb the flow of illegal aliens. And maybe you've seen this. Certainly, you've probably seen video of this. Texas has placed the wire along the shore of the Rio Grande as a deterrent against illegal crossings. But, of course, we have seen where DHS has come in, and in some spots there's been video where they have cut it. That led to a lawsuit that was brought by Attorney General Ken Paxton last week against Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, as well as some related agencies, and was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Texas. Now we have an update in that case. Judge Eliah Moses issued the uh, TRO on Monday morning this morning, barring federal agents from cutting the wire further with an explanation that with an exception rather, for any medical emergency that most likely results in serious bodily injury or death to a person absent any boats or other life-saving apparatus available to avoid such medical emergencies prior to reaching the concertina wire barrier. So an exception there for emergencies, but otherwise, the judge says the wire cutting needs to stop. The judge also set a hearing in the case, by the way, to take place on November 7th, in Del Rio, we're gonna be watching for that date as that hearing comes up. Now, the wire cutting that became the basis of the lawsuit took place in Eagle Pass, which has become a hotspot for illegal crossings. DHS has said that they've been forced to cut the wire at points to detain and process illegal aliens who cross into the United States. Paxton, meanwhile, has maintained that Texas is within its rights to defend its border. And so this lawsuit is just One of many. We've also got another lawsuit making its way through the courts telling Texas uh, the federal government saying that Texas needs to take down its border buoy barriers. That one is currently in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. And all this is happening while the Texas legislature is in a third special session where one of those items is to address border security. A lot heating up on this issue. We're going to continue following it. Texas scorecard. Speaking of the Attorney General, in the wake of the House's highly criticized impeachment of Attorney General Ken Paxton, one lawmaker has filed a proposition to reform the impeachment process. That'd be State Representative Travis Clardy, who has filed House Joint Resolution 8, which seeks to amend the state constitution to, quote, establish a clear and concise framework, recognizing the importance of due process and uphold the fundamental rights of any officer facing impeachment consistent with the Constitution and the rule of law. Under the new rules presented by the amendment, proposed by the amendment, the House of Representatives would be required to conduct comprehensive investigations into all impeachment articles. This includes, this is important, having all witnesses and testimony under oath and subject to cross-examination. House witnesses were noticeably not put under oath when they talked with investigators earlier this year. In fact, if you remember, you had House investigators who were hired by the, tapped by the House Investigating Committee to talk to some of the witnesses, whistleblowers, etc., cetera, who were not under oath, who then told their story to the investigators, who were then not under oath when they told their story to the committee, who then brought forward the articles of impeachment. Hearsay, on hearsay, on hearsay. The resolution would also grant the right to participation in the process by the officer who's being impeached. In contract, Attorney General Paxton and his legal counsel were barred from participating in the House investigation against him. One case you literally had, the Attorney General's lawyer basically kicked out of the hearing, said, we don't wanna hear from you. House members were given 48 hours notice before their vote to impeach Paxton in May. Clardy's resolution, meanwhile, would give members a minimum of 14 days to review all records prior to voting. Give them plenty of time to look at this more than just two days' notice. Lastly, the resolution would ensure that impeached officers receive pay while they are suspended. Chavis said, uh, Representative Clardy said, we have a duty to, pr- uh, to protect the rights of every individual, even during the most difficult circumstances. This legislation reinforces our commitment to fairness, due process, and upholding the principles upon which our great state was founded. Now, he's in some good company as well as Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick has also called for reforms to the impeachment process. Shortly after the decision, he said in the next regular session, we must amend the Texas Constitution on the issue of impeachment because the way the Constitution is currently written allowed this flawed process to happen this year. That's what he said shortly after the Senate acquitted Paxton on all the impeachment charges. To be considered in a special session, however, which is what this resolution from Representative Clardy would do, Governor Greg Abbott would need to add the issue to the agenda. We've reached out to Abbott's office on whether or not that's something he would consider doing. He has not responded to a request for comment. Last up, a Texas state senator is taking aim at a Houston area school district for incentivizing teachers to vote for a tax rate increase. That's Republican State Senator Paul Betancourt, who called out Fort Bend Independent School District after it was reported that the district may be incentivizing its teachers to vote for the tax rate increase on the November ballot. Such incentives may violate federal law. According to a report from Katie Christian Magazine, at the beginning of early voting last week, uh, Fort Bend ISD offered jeans passes to reward staff's voting actions. These are essentially passes that allow teachers to Wear jeans uh, if the dress code does not allow it. While jeans passes do not hold monetary value in itself, some campuses have charged employees money to purchase them. And another announcement obtained by Katie Christian magazine, the district incentivized students with prizes to urge their parents to vote. If a kid returned to school with an I voted sticker, well, they could grab prizes. Despite the district maintaining that they're not violating the law, Senator Bettencourt's asked uh, Attorney General Paxton to take another look, review the matter. As a reminder, if you haven't already voted, early voting runs through November 3rd, this week. Election Day is Tuesday, November 7th. For more on the constitutional amendments, what's on the ballot, as well as the latest stories of today, check out TexasScorecard.com.